Welcome to the Forest FM podcast, episode 120. I'm Killian Vigna. And I'm Zoe Vidal Springer. This week on the show, we're joined by Forest Onboarding team lead Paul Kiersey and brand ambassador Will Hullihan to discuss data migration and to ease the fear associated with switching salon software. So grab yourself a cup of coffee, sit back, relax, and join us weekly for all your salon's business and marketing needs. Good morning, Zoe. Good morning, Killian. We haven't done an episode with anyone in Forest in a very long time. No, we haven't. And I'm actually kind of excited because the two people we're going to have on the show are probably the two people that a lot of people moving over to Forest would actually talk to mostly. Yeah, this is, yeah, this is true, actually. And we've never had them on it. So like <laughs> for Will, it's probably if you're thinking about moving to Forest and then for Paul, it's the whole kind of joyous client journey once you get, become onboarded. Yeah, so I guess we'll need to do official presentations here because um, for both Will and Paul, it's their very first time on Forest FM. So welcome to the show, guys. It's a pleasure to have you on. Thank you for having us. Thank you very much. Long time listener, first time podcaster. <laughs> <laughs> Love it, yeah. I can see him here shaking with excitement. Yeah, as we've already done, welcome to the show. You're actually based in Dublin. You're sitting here beside me mm-hmm. working at the Forest Haze Q and you're on the operations team. Before we get you talking about kind of some of the more technical stuff, why don't you actually tell us a bit about yourself, like kind of your background, how long have you been with Forest and what roles have you been involved in? So... Before Forest, I suppose I was a team lead in a telecommunications company that worked on more the infrastructure side um, rather than the kind of, uh, it was more business to business. Uh, similar enough, I suppose, to Forest that it's it's more of a kind of direct business to business level um, and moved. I was over there for four years and moved or started in Forest in September 2017. Um, and my role initially was an onboarding specialist. So we would be, after sales, um, we would be the first point of contact with a client in getting them set up on their journey to going live. Um, And then I was promoted to onboarding team lead. I've just realized now you actually started one year to the day after me. And I think the first time the first time we met was in a tent at Oktoberfest. <laughs> <laughs> the typical Irish welcome. What a, what a beautiful start to a beautiful friend. <laughs> I suppose following on on that, um, Will, as many of you uh, would know, especially in the US, I suppose, you're a Forest Brand Ambassador. Before we get into the heart of this episode, same here, a bit about yourself, your background, how long you've been with Forest, And as a brand ambassador, like what is your role specifically when you're on the road going to visit clients and non-clients? So my background, I, I, I originally started, I went to hair school when I was in high school and uh, I've been, uh, through my journey in my career, I've actually gone from salon to being a fashion beauty director for magazines. And then after that, I, I had a two-year stint with the L'Oreal Kerastas team. From there, um, when I decided to move back to New York and give up my partnership in a salon in San Francisco... I, uh, out of the blue, got a call from Forrest and it was just, it was one of those things that I didn't really fully understand and I took it from there and uh, I felt that Forrest was a really good fit. I've now been with Forrest for nearly three years and um, as my role as a brand ambassador, I am I, I'm provided a list when I go to a different city and basically make that personal connection with the salon owners because as many people know, most of the software companies out there do not have somebody that's on the ground 
to make that personal connection. So many times I hear this is the first time I've ever met a software person. So it's really great to go walk in the door, talk the language and uh, get them excited about the brand. And it can be such an investment of time researching new software that it's great to actually see a face to take you through those first steps. Exactly, exactly. I mean, it's great because I can answer the questions, I can hear the challenges that they've had, and then take it further from there. And what a face to see. We'll put some pictures of Will up later for everyone to share with everyone. A face coming to your salon soon. You're looking at me on the screen there, Killian. Yeah. <laughs> so I suppose more and more we're adding audio snippets to these episodes. And I think, I hope people enjoy it anyways. Uh, let us know if you don't. But um, today we've prepared a few snippets from video testimonials we've got about why people were either scared or wanted to switch software, but what held them back. And I'm going to gather your thoughts after this little segment here. So we were using a software for 14 years and we were ready for a change. We had heard the most amazing things about Forest and we finally made the switch. Very scary. <laughs> but it was so seamless that I still can't believe we're using a new software after using something like that for that long. We joined Forest uh, because our previous software supplier was actually outdated and couldn't give us what we needed with the multi-sites. One of the reasons I put off changing to Forest was I was quite terrified of um, the upheaval and you know worrying that the staff wouldn't get it and worrying about the training, worried that we were such a busy salon and we would lose appointments. We wanted something that was going to be updated regularly that would have the uh, cloud-based, I guess, technology that Forrest had. I needed more from what I had. We'd had a computer system for 25, 26, 27 years and I loved it, but it wasn't doing enough for me. I've got three salons and that's where I was struggling. It was just a lot of hard work, really. Thousands of clients and I bet both of you could probably recognise who was talking there. <laughs> Yeah, I could hear some of those people for sure. <laughs> yeah, I wouldn't be as client facing and there was definitely two voices there that I recognize. So do any of those questions sound familiar to both of you? Absolutely. I mean, I, I hear a lot of that on a day to day basis. You know, can I get rid of my server? Um, are you guys cloud based? Or are you, you know, um, we're multi site? How do we connect? Do we have to have a, you know, a VPN and connect through a, a whatever? I'm not sure what it's called um, at this point. Um, you know, an outside source to be able to connect to my server, to be able to have data security. You know, there's a lot of those questions that I heard for sure. Yeah. And uh, less questions, I suppose. But one of the more common things that you'd hear from a lot of salons is is the the kind of the nervousness or or the natural kind of daunting scenario of moving from something that you may have been using potentially in some situations from 10 to 15 years over to a completely new software um, a very very common feeling that we get from i would i would argue the higher percentage of clients that that move from another software just because naturally it's it's scary to try new things and use new softwares that you're not familiar with really absolutely well like how do you in your role obviously you're on the road you talk to people a lot how do you help ease those concerns because obviously as the first point of contact for most you would need to address some of those concerns or worries Absolutely. I mean, some, a lot of times, I mean, number one question is, you know, how does the data convert? And, you know, so I, of course, have to talk about the ability for Forrest to actually do it for them. And once you tell them that we actually do a lot of the work for them, that immediately disarms and calms them down. 
Because a lot of times with a lot of softwares from what we've heard is that they kind of give you the nuts and bolts and the pieces and they expect you to put it together. Whereas, you know, we come in, we have the dedicated team of onboarding specialists. We have the data specialists that do the migration for them. So those conversations really help to ease them. And then when I show them the ease of using the system, that also, once again, disarms them and makes them feel a little bit more comfortable, especially having that personal connection. Paul, we heard a few things there about kind of cloud software and stuff. For anyone who isn't as familiar with the technical terms, can you just like define the differences between cloud and on-premise software? You could kind of look at it two different ways. And, and one is where the data is stored and also whether the actual software itself is, is a web-based platform or a kind of locally stored uh, platform on a computer. So if the data, typically most data nowadays in softwares would be stored uh, on a cloud, which is just on the internet rather than saved on the computer itself. Um, and locally stored would mean on the computer directly. And then the two differences between the softwares themselves, a web-based platform, you would typically open up your web browser and log directly in, whereas your local-based or, or desktop-based software um, would be directly on the computer. So that would kind of be like Facebook would be the web-based, and then if you downloaded the WhatsApp app on the desktop of your computer, that would be... Yeah, exactly, yeah. So how long does the migration process usually take then if you're coming from an on-premise to moving over to Forest? The actual process of, of capturing and exporting the data is is actually quite quick. Um, our data migration specialist, depending on whether you're web-based or if it's it's local-based uh, software, the two situations kind of vary. So, um, with a web-based platform, obviously you just need login details, and you can you can access it instantly from from anywhere. Essentially, with a local-based software, you we would set up or establish a remote connection to mm-hmm. the salon's computer and grab the data that way. Um, but typically, grabbing the data um, first. The first, we would do them in two batches. So the first batch of data would be more um, static information that isn't going to change over time. So like uh, staff information, um, service menus, all that kind of stuff. And on the final go live day, we would do a final batch of data import, uh, which would be their clients and appointments. But the first data grab, once we establish a connection, typically two to five minutes. Um we would then, if even, we would then take that data, work on it, make sure it's suitable to the software, make sure all the data is correct. Um, and then on the final day when we do the import of the clients and appointments, depending on the quantity of clients and the amount of service history, all that kind of stuff obviously makes things take longer. Typically can range from a 10-minute final import up to 30 minutes, I would say, on the, on the actual go-live day. That's really not all that bad, yeah. Yeah, and we would we would tend to do it outside of uh, salon business hours where we can, um, just to make sure when the salon actually opens their doors um, or closes their doors, if it's at the end of the day, they can start using the software right away. Um, but we'd we'd like to train it up with the client's actual uh, onboarding experience and their journey, whether they want to do their training um, and then immediately go in. Some salons would like to do their training and go immediately into using the software, in which case we would we would time the imports to happen as they're getting trained. And then once they're done with their training, they're just ready to go for the day. Like, So is it kind of tailored down to the business themselves mm-hmm. at what phase they want it? Yeah, yeah, yeah. It's it's very much tailored to all of all of our onboarding 
uh, experiences are, are are typically tailored to the client and, and and what they want and what they want to get out of the software as well. So, Will, how do you because just listening to the audio tapes there, that is probably one of the biggest concerns is that I'm migrating, I'm going to lose my appointments, like someone said. How do you make the salon owner feel at ease about that process? Um, a lot of times I've, I've utilized other salon owners that have done the migration that uh, can actually speak as a first-person experience um, and share that experience. Um, and then other times, you know, it's really just knowing the software that, that they're currently using and understanding how that data does convert and then telling them each one of the steps. So, you know, going from the site survey to pulling the initial data grab, staging it, and then from there doing the adjustments to fix it for them. So when you're on uh, on the road and chatting to people, would you say, like Paul has obviously just mentioned there that grabbing data from a cloud-based software versus uh, an on-premise software is a, a bit different. Would you have a lot more worries and concerns that you would come across with clients that are used to, say, 10 years on an on-premise software, like, do they feel a bit more worried about switching over to something entirely new? Um, a lot of times, I mean, that is a very big concern because, you know, one of the things, even at the trade show this weekend, I heard a lot of people saying, I have 15 years or 20 years of data. How are you going to be able to get all of that over and migrate it in? You know, I tell them that, you know, quite honestly, that we actually do the site survey in the beginning to set that up so that we can check their hardware, we can check the data. And then from there, once we do the staging, we're able to give them a verified information of what information to transfer. Now, one of the, the best things about our team is that we do spend a lot of time in understanding what the data conversions are for each one of the software systems that are out there. So if we are going to have challenges, we do let them know ahead of time so that they're prepared and that they understand what the steps are and what we're going to have to do, whether that's sometimes they're going to have to do some things manually. But for 90% of the times, we are able to get quite a bit of the data and move it over and convert it into useful data within Forest. So a lot of what we're talking about then is about the on-premise. And I think it's pretty much safe to say that there are a lot of procedures put in place to ensure that you get the most seamless migration over to cloud-based or to Forest if that's who you go for. But what about pen and paper clients? Because surely we're still getting clients moving over from pen and paper. Uh, well, I can tell you from my perspective, one of the things that I, you know, just as an example this weekend, uh, one of my clients came up to me and she's like, I need to change my pricing for my top tier stylist. And I said, well, do you have it all written out for me? And she said, yeah. So I just took a picture of it, sent it over to the ops specialist, and they just took that and added it in for them. So that's one of the benefits of working with Forrest is that we do the work for them. So even with pen and paper clients, we actually handhold and work through the process. We, If they have a list of their clients that's either on a spreadsheet, we can take that, convert that in into it. If they have their pricing sheet or a menu card or give us the resources of looking on their website, if they have a website, we can take that information from there as well. So we go a little bit above and beyond just to ensure that we, we get that information and set it up correctly for them. So does this take regular communication between, because you're the operations specialist, Paul, or do you just need kind of the initial contact and then you're ready to go? Um, it varies depending on the client, depending on the software they're coming from, as Will was saying. Um, we would have uh, our own documentation on what we can and can't export or what isn't exportable from different softwares um, and how that migrates over. Um so as Will was saying, as soon as a new salon or client signs up to Forest, they're 
um, an onboarding specialist is assigned to their account. That person immediately contacts them after they sign up, plans out a journey with them, explains, kind of goes over the detail of what we can and can't get. Um, the client would fill out a, a setup questionnaire is what we call it. So they fill out their information on a questionnaire. And that also gives them an, an easy way to provide the additional data that they need to send over to us. Um, but it's not uh, uncommon for us to have to kind of dig a little bit deeper in some situations to get that bit of extra information. Um, but as Will was saying, there's, there, there is an incredible team on our side that put a massive amount of effort into to making sure that all of that data is exactly as it should be. And making sure also that they're communicating with each salon owner that signs up. Um, to let them know that we need these particular things and, and here's how you can provide it to us, whether it is, as Will was saying, just a photograph of a service menu can be one way. Um, some clients would prefer to, to provide the information on spreadsheets. There's a million and one different ways that you can provide that information. Um, we just make sure we, we're, we're as clear as possible to, with the client to, to kind of explain what we can't extract from the software and what we need them to provide, I suppose, from a manual perspective. So, Paul, you alluded to this a little earlier when you said sometimes you would actually link the go-live date to the training. Killian, you're in the training and education department. How do you two work together then with the clients that are migrating? Yeah, so in education, we actually offer a range of training modules. So if you're based in Ireland, the minute you start getting set up with your forest system, we have in-house what we call go live days, which is where a salon owner would bring their whole team up to forest and they do a full day of training in-house to go through the system and they'll also get their own demo practice versions to play around with, which means you're not going to mess up anything in your own forest system before you've finally gotten the hang of it. And then on the Wednesdays, we do what's called a management and growth session. And that's usually the salon owner and the manager. And that just goes into the more, I suppose, intricate sides of the business, more marketing reports, things like those. So that's just if you're in Ireland, we do call outs in the US and in the UK. But the biggest form of training that we offer is online training and this is free online training with a live instructor so they're usually groups but we offer a range of modules again you've got your hour-long go live we've got your text and email marketing we've got your essential management we've got loads of different modules that you can learn bite-sized of forest within half an hour to, to an hour it takes no time at all really and you can do that at home in the salon you don't even need to have your forest system at this point because all our trainers use again a demo training system and they'll give the learners at the end of the conference call access to the mouse as well so while our trainers will demonstrate how to make a booking something as simple as making a booking then they'll be able to share the, the mouse over and the learners can take it uh, in turns to do it as well and we're also starting to introduce moving further again we're starting to introduce self-taught training modules and these are courses now through forest academy which we're still kind of in testing and anyone can sign up i'll do my little sales pitch at the end of this super uh, exciting <laughs> Paul is actually, actually one of uh, yeah. Paul is one of our biggest course testers. He loves it. <laughs> we work very close with Paul in the sense of does this course make sense? Mm. Uh, but, but yeah, a lot of lot of training there. And then we have our support guys, and they're just wizards again from there. Yeah, phenomenal. Yeah. So any bit of like 
anything you're stuck with, whether you want training, you'll come to education department, or if you just want instant help, you can call up, email, or log a call with our support department. And then there's always Paul, who's just happy to answer everything. <laughs> and Will, when he stops by. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> so recently enough, there was a, an article published in Salon Today about some of our clients that switched software, uh, saying that it was scary, but they actually thought it was the best thing they've ever done. Now, one of these clients of ours is Heather Yurko from Neat Beats Lawn in uh, Kentucky. And she says, I may not have realized the work involved, but that the team was there every step of the way. The training and support were phenomenal. When they did have hiccups, you know, that we had their backs. Um, when stuff goes wrong, because, you know, you made the process seem really, really easy and seamless. But we all know that we don't live in a utopian world either. Some things can go wrong sometimes. So what's the process then? Like she obviously mentioned that you guys were very reactive and had the teams back like straight away. What does it look like? I, I actually onboarded Heather. <laughs> Perfect guy to ask. Yeah, yeah. And Heather was my client. Yeah, so crazy. Yeah. That was November 2017, I think it was. It was November 30th. She started. Yeah. Yeah. Crazy. November 30th, did you say? 2017. November, yeah. 2017, November 30th, she actually officially signed on. This wasn't mm. even planned. We just know our clients yeah. that well. <laughs> yeah. Heather's great as well. Um, but yeah, no, the, things do go wrong. Um, it's not. Uh, it, it happens um the 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 best thing that we have i suppose is just a team of of people who are incredibly dedicated to 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 fixing up things that that can go wrong will go wrong eventually in 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 some scenarios the the guys on my team and the guys uh, over in the us as well are are incredibly incredibly experienced with the software they're they're they know every corner they know they know everything that could potentially go wrong in some situations and when it does they're they're incredibly quick to 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 get it fixed um it's also important to be to be open and honest about that kind of stuff like um if if something does go wrong with the setup itself or if a piece of information was missed or anything like that um first of all obviously being as open and honest with the salon owner making sure they're aware of it letting them know how you're going to actually fix it and then getting to that point where the, the issue is resolved before it's kind of snowballed into catastrophe so i guess you yeah you guys do a lot of preempting a bit like john doran was explaining in on on the dev side in one of our episodes last year server outages yeah it happens yeah, yeah, yeah. And again, to avoid all of that, that's that's the reason why we tend to be quite work very, very close with salon owners or or any of the clients that that sign up because we know all of the steps that need to be done, uh, and we just need to make sure that we're we're as clear as possible, um, and and that the salon owner understands all of the steps that need to be done in between the process of signing up to the software all the way up until the date that they go live. Yeah, and one of the one very important thing to also point out is that, like what Paul was saying, you know, when we recognize that there's an issue, it's being accountable and stepping up and talking to the salon owner or the manager right away, not letting it sit and wait for them to go live and then, you know, have everything fall apart with them and they don't, and not have anybody there to support. I and mean, one thing that's really special and stands out about Forrest is our incredible support team. Our onboarding specialists are right there, ready to help, and everybody kind of jumps in and gets it done. Thinking about your salon visits, what would be three things you would recommend owners do that would help them get best prepared for a switch? Well, one thing that's really important is uh, to make sure that your your team 
it has all of their up-to-date information in the system. So like, you know, whether it's your timing durations, your pricing, your services are correctly, and make sure that you communicate with us how you want that conversion to happen. So if you want that this, you know, your your gap times to be a specific way, let us know so in advance we're prepared for that. Um, secondly, I think that uh, things that they could do is their past financial information, they'll definitely want to make sure that they export that into you know, uh, Excel or CB, uh, CSV uh, spreadsheets that they can always re reference back to it. But then again, with our partnership with Zizor, if they were to set up with Zizor, they're able to keep that past financial information and have it connect directly into their current data. Um, and lastly is just, you know, talk to other salon owners, like really understand, you know, what, what they're, you know, what they've done, how their experience has been with Forrest, you know, to help to relieve some of that fear that they have. Because I think at the end of the day, letting go of the control and letting them, you know, just trusting to know that Forrest and our team is there to support them and that we've got their back. We're going to make sure that everything, you know, is done correctly and everything is done. Um, but other than that, I mean, I think it's, it's pretty much pretty, pretty straightforward. Once we do the site survey, we get everything going, you know, the journey, you know, process is pretty seamless. Like it's always going to seem scary when you're looking at online. And actually I've just realized we started the show with this and now we're ending it with it. But once you start talking to people in forest, things just become a lot more relaxed, a lot mm -hmm. more easier. Like, is there anything you'd add to that, Paul, being as you've now started talking to them from a client perspective? Um, I'd say uh, naturally, as you're saying, like it's it's only human to to be nervous and and about things that are like this daunting, um, especially for I mean a, a business owner that has has owned a salon for for ten years. You're you're asking them to put a lot of trust in what they've they've grown this this baby that's turned into this massive business and and you're asking them to essentially trust in you to make sure that that same transition is seamless from whether they're using an existing software or their pen and paper or whichever um so my advice on top of essentially what will has already said would be kind of accept that it's natural and it's normal to to feel nervous about that move um i think a lot of salon owners that I've spoken to in the past, it's almost the first thing I would typically try to gauge uh, how somebody obviously is feeling about the transition. And the two words that you hear is is first that they're excited and then second that they're nervous about it. Like it's it's you, almost every single client will will say it. And, and there's a reason why they do. And I think the people that try to fight that nervousness um, too much will kind of scare themselves a little bit too much as well. Um, the other thing would be for anybody that is just after going through like an onboarding experience and they're starting to use the software, I'm a big advocate of of telling people to to just use the system as much as you can. Like click wherever you can. You're not going to click a button that's going to make the software or your computer explode. Um, <laughs> there's, there's no reason to to pay for something and, and buy something and not get absolutely everything out of that. So um, I, I would be a big advocate of of kind of getting as many people to click anywhere try out new features do as many online trainings we we the onboarding specialist will typically speak to any salon owner about what kind of journey they want to have what expectations they have they'll make sure they're booked into those trainings to kind of ease those nerves a little bit at the start but um yeah i would i would definitely be a massive advocate of of just click click everywhere in the software and just just see what happens like <laughs> Well, guys, I think you have done a, a brilliant job transition, making the transition from 
other software or pen and paper over to our software. And I have to say, if I had a salon, I'd be ready to move over myself now. <laughs> um, I just think like it can be a scary experience. And I think you have broken it down quite well of just how we do onboarding here. And for anyone who is curious to read more about those three salon owners who did do the switch uh, from that Salon Today article, it'll be in this episode's show notes. You can have a read there and uh, check out the video testimonials that we put out on YouTube as well. Great stuff. Thanks very much, guys. Thank you so much, guys. Thanks so much for having us. Thank you. So that was Paul and Will hopefully easing anyone's concerns about moving from one software to another, especially if you're going from pen and paper on-premises where I suppose you've done it for so long that you're kind of not stuck in your way, but it's just what you're used to. And you you naturally are going to have that fear that you're going to lose everything by moving over to somewhere new. So I really hope the guys have done a great job explaining that because I feel like they did a good job of it. It's not the easiest thing to talk about. No, definitely not. But I do think like mixed again with people who have done the transition before their experiences mixed with this episodes from like an insider point of view i think that it does um ease a bit of the fears or the concerns i suppose about all of that and now i think it's time to give that little sales plug that i did mention when i was talking about education the forest academy so as we've mentioned the last few times, we're delighted to announce the early access launch of Forest Academy, your one-stop education shop. So what is Forest Academy? It's an online learning portal full of fun, interactive and bite-sized self-taught training courses covering each and every area of your forest system. So this is limited to clients only. Um, the reason it's limited to clients only is because it's about getting the most out of your forest system while you're in that like learning stage, whether you're a salon owner new coming over the forest, you're a new manager, or you're just looking for a bit more upskilling, or hey, you even have a new hire and you just can't commit time for them to sit down and do some live training. So what can you actually expect from Forest Academy? You can get interactive online and on-demand training, learning on the go with the app. So you don't even need to sit down with a laptop or desktop. You don't have to sit down behind the salon counter. You get a library of regularly added and updated courses. So we have three full courses there at the moment. We are adding more each month. They're interactive forest systems, which are those forest demos that we were talking about, where we give you a scenario and you have to replicate that and you can't break anything or like Paul said, blow it up, which is great. And lastly, but not least, you can finally get Forest Academy certified. The most exciting thing I think about it is that people will now have certificates to say that they've completed their training, that they're sufficient in using Forest. And speaking of courses then, Zoe, you actually have a course as well yourself. Yeah, um, so we on the marketing team have announced just a couple of weeks ago, the Salon Management course, which is a free six-week program hosted by business strategist Valerie Delforge and is designed to help develop your managerial and leadership skills. So it works this way. It's all online, first of all. You do not need to be a forest client to avail of this opportunity. Uh, you don't even need software at all. Um, all you need is a laptop um, and an internet connection to sign up, really. So each week you'll receive by email an hour-long presentation that you can watch in your own time. You'll also get a workbook that goes along with that presentation and it'll help you put new ideas and plans into place. So I suppose you can think about this course as a practical step-by-step -step game plan to review what you're currently doing, identify things that you could possibly be doing better, and then of course, you know, set the plans up so that you can take action. 
The link to sign up to this salon management course is in this episode's show's notes. So you can uh, register through there. You'll get your welcome email and then we'll guide you through the six weeks. Last but not least, we also have the Salon Mentorship Hub, which is a place to connect. So whatever you're struggling with in the salon, if you're in a rut, you're feeling stuck, you know, you're having an issue with, I don't know, customer service, social media, you want more uh, information on something that like isn't really feeling right in finance or whatever it is, really, we've teamed up with industry coaches and consultants. So if you head over to salonmentors.forest.com, you can book yourself in for a free 15 to 30 minute consultation on a topic of your choosing with one of those mentors. So currently working with us on the Salon Mentorship Hub are Valerie Delforge, Susan Routledge, Danielle Boucher, Richard McCabe, Phil Jackson, Jennifer Swain, Gloria Murray, David and Nicole Barnett, Stefania Rossi, Katie Lowndes, Susie K. Brooks, and Ryan Power. So again, to book your free consultation, head over to salonmentors.forest.com and know you do not need to be a forest client to avail of this as well. And well, I suppose that's all we got for this week, guys. So as always, if you want to share your thoughts on this episode or have any suggestions, please send us an email at forestfm at forest.com or leave us a review on Apple Podcasts. We genuinely love feedback and are always looking for ways to improve the show. Otherwise, have a wonderful week and we'll catch you next Monday. All the best. This episode was edited and mixed by Audio Z. Great music makes great moments. Montreal's cutting edge post-production studio for creative minds looking to have their vision professionally produced and mixed. Forest FM, the Salon Owners podcast, is brought to you by Forest Salon Software. We help salon owners get their clients back in more often, spending more and generating referrals. Let's grow.